Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is On To Something, and we are on episode number 64 today. My name's Zane, if we haven't met before. Uh, Today, we're going back to the fundamentals. If you ever just run into a coach, we're in March Madness season right now, and it feels like every halftime conversation with the coach is we got to go back to fundamentals, got to go back to fundamentals. So this is an episode that's all about the fundamentals of the premise of this podcast. Because we believe that you're on to something. We say it at the end of every episode. So this is a two-parter of what we even mean by that. Let's hop in. So a couple months ago, I found myself at a retreat with a bunch of strangers. And at one point, one of them looked over at me and asked that ambiguous question that you always ask around strangers. So, Zane, what's your thing? Do you even feel like you know where to begin with answering such a question? One of my things that I would describe in life is actually helping people find their thing. And by thing, I don't just mean their personality or a quirky skill or what they should be known for in life. I'm talking about something that they want to contribute to the world with the limited amount of breath that God gives them. So I have this annoying hope that every day you are on the verge of something, something beyond yourself, and that every day you roll out of bed from those warm covers, which honestly some of you resentfully do, and your feet touch the ground, you have a chance to be in touch with a world of possibility and opportunity. We just all kind of get stuck sometimes thinking that we're just in a normal grind when really you're onto something great, not only for your world, but something that you can contribute to the entire world. So to be clear, I don't ground this in wishful or optimistic thinking. I ground this hope in a history that has existed long before me, and history has shown it will exist long after any of us. It's a reality that's not self-made, that's not self-produced. It's a reality that's been handed down century after century. It's a reality that an invisible God who has made himself visible has handed. And that the best that we can understand humanly has given us an invitation to manage, steward, and create a world inside the world that has been given to us. And then in our limited power that reflects the ultimate power. We are empowered to act change upon the canvas of the world. Potential is our paint. History is our sketch marks, and quite frankly, also our eraser marks. And the ability to create or recreate is through a small amount of power that is potentially all around us and that is given to us as a human being. And even though it's not a simple formula that can be nailed down somehow, and people have made some great movies and stories off of this, we are fueled by a mixture and concoction of visioning, gifting, self-honing, and discovery of power. And in this two-part episode, I want to talk about that unique power. And by power, I mean the ability to enact change that enables us to be onto something with our lives. 
And today, instead of finishing this episode by coaching you on how to start the process, I want to read an example of what it was like for someone to fall into this process of finding something that they were onto in life. If we're talking about onto something, it can always be found in the unlikely places. And today's example comes from the great philosopher, you probably haven't heard of his name before, Will Smith, in his biography titled Will. So before I read it, let me give you a context. Young high school Will Smith is laying on his bed, just having the snot knocked out of him on the first day of high school. Why? Well, in typical Will fashion, he found a way with his words to not only entertain the whole high school, but also evoke the rage of the roughest student in his class. And on that same day, the first day, that rough kid ended up going to jail for clocking Will upside the head with a school combination lock. And all it took was Will was a couple minutes, a few words, a good yo mama joke. And it sent this person into a trajectory of their life that they couldn't take back. Here's his reflection as he's lying on his bed to finish this episode. Like most young kids emulating their hip hop idols, I had been writing full verses full of cuss words in slick, slangy vulgarities. But that night lying in bed, I was overcome with shame. Had I used my words to uplift others? I thought about this kid that was now sitting in a jail cell somewhere. He had potentially thrown his whole life away. A demise maybe not caused, but certainly provoked by my words. I sensed for the first time that I wasn't weak. In fact, I was infinitely powerful. I just had no control over it. My imagination was running wild with possibilities. God had indeed blessed me with the gift of words. And that night, I was getting my first glimpse of the power of those words to alter and shape my reality. And then I asked myself, if I have this much power, shouldn't I use it for good? Words can affect how people view themselves, how they treat others, and how they navigate the world. And I decided that night, I wanted to use my word to empower others, to help rather than to hurt. So I never cursed again in any of my raps or rhymes or lines. And I got criticized and smashed for years for that choice. This, this little section at the beginning of Will's story is what I would say it's like to encounter the potential power that is all around us. And this is what it looks like to begin the process of claiming your thing. But here's the thing. It's not a one-time thing, but a series of things involving something outside of yourself to help you discover what your thing may just be in life.
Bada bing, bada boom. That is the episode. That is number 64 for the day. Friends, always remember that you can go to a little place called www.ontosomething.com. That's onto something with no G. We are not about the G, okay? So you can go there. You can always find transcripts of the blog uh, or different people that we've been talking about. Till next time, friends, may you remember. That's right. You knew I was about to say it. You are onto something.